Yeah, man, I've been seeing um, a lot of y'all motherfuckers like, yeah, Danny, man, we got to get some motherfucking guests. You got to get some... Fuck y'all motherfuckers. I'm the top G on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Danny Brown, show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while your mates do the yows. It's like Danny Brown, show, we about to get live, let's go. It's like Danny Brown, show, sit back, relax your eye, ready now, while your mates do the yows. It's like Danny Brown, show, we about to get live, let's go. It's the Danny Brown Show coming to y'all from motherfucking YMA Studios in Austin, Texas. Got the Booth Boys with me. What's up, man? Yo, what yo. up, man? What's up? Chilling, chilling, man. I just got back from Seattle and shit. <laughs> it was a good time. I um, shouts out to my homeboys, um, Connor and Alex. Went up to my homeboy, um, Connor Crib. Got a nice, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful house. Fucking um, acres and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So. Was able to go hang out with some bruisers, kick it with them, man. I fucked up though. I did break my drinking. Sp- I, I, I did break my fucking drinking streak, man. Whatever the fuck streak, man. God damn it, man. Yeah, man. But I was kind of like I told y'all we've been um one of the pups been kind of sick, man. But you know she's older, man. She's seventeen years old, man. It looks like it's starting to be about that time. So it's been like a, a um it's been kind of a sad time in a brown household these past few. It's been pretty hard because um she's real sick. So, you know, been kind of some sleepless nights, man, kind of, you know. But, you know, it is, man. But I guess, man, make you start thinking about a lot of shit, man. Fucking death is crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I was kind of bummed out in Seattle a little bit. So, um, I was like, fuck it, man. I got to at least have a little drink or something. But you know me, man. I can't just have a little drink. <laughs> so, one drink turned to 20. And, um, I mean, the show was fun. show was fun. I can't say I did that great. I didn't do <laughs> But it was a blast, and you know, Seattle. Seattle is a fucking crazy place, though, man. I mean, I know in the um, the last few years, you know, the the autonomous zone shit and all that kind of shit with all the fucking um, you know, the protests and everything that's been going on out there, man. It, the city has. I mean, I know me from visiting from past few years of touring and stuff. Just for me being out there now, man, it, it looks like a total different ball game. I mean, like, it's just so many motherfucking um. Yes, yeah, like um, the fentanyl look like it's having a great time out there. I will say that. I will say that. And also, man, just um, I don't know if it was just me, cause I haven't really been traveling that much. You know what I'm saying? Cause I haven't really been doing too many shows and shit. But man, the airport was fucking crazy, man. Is it something going on with with flying right now? Something like with the? It just was. I don't know, man. The airport was fucking packed. Like it seemed like flights was getting delayed. Like I was, I was scared our shit was gonna get delayed or uh, um, canceled or some shit. But no, we ended up making it. We ended up making it. But it was a pretty tough go round, man. So yeah, we gonna jump into it already. We got motherfucking. Um, you know, you got questions. I got answers, man. You know, you can hit me up at Danny at the Danny Brown Show dot com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show dot com. Also, you can leave a voicemail at five one two five two two nine two five six. So yeah, we are gonna jump right into it. Danny. First one. This motherfucker. Um, <clears throat> I'm only attracted to MILFs. Which I don't really see. Um, what's wrong with that? I mean, well, dear Danny, I've been sleeping with older women my whole life. I lost my virginity to a 36-year-old divorced massage therapist, and I have been doing older women ever since. I just turned 20, and I haven't I haven't even kissed a girl my age or younger. I only fuck girls above 27. 
First off, how do I convince myself to like women under 30? And secondly, do you think it's worth marrying a girl my age for her childbearing ability, even though my attraction to her might be a little diminished in the beginning? Big fan, much love to the whole YMH team. Hot sauce is the best. I don't think you got a problem. It seems like, man, you're, you're seems like a straight stand-up citizen, man. You seem like a very great guy. I mean... If we want to be real about it, I mean, shit, man. Like, you know, the worst person in the world is a fucking PDH file. You get what I'm saying? And you seem like a straight, that you, you're the type of guy I would want to hang out with and go out, you know what I'm saying, go to the club with, pick up some chicks with. So, yeah, man, I don't think you're doing anything wrong as far as, um, I mean, it's nothing wrong with having kids, I guess, a little older or something. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know about that part, about um, marrying a younger girl for, um, you know, for, for childbearing abilities. Because I don't know. I feel like... um. These younger girls right now, man, uh, the kid raising ability might not be uh, up to par as someone that was born maybe in the 80s or the early 90s, you know, before they had computers and social media and all that kind of shit. I feel like a, a girl, a girl a, a fucking have a baby, they going to just try to make content out the motherfucker now these days. Like, fuck it, we starting a YouTube family channel and all that shit. So, yeah, if you want to be a part of a YouTube family channel. Then have a baby with a younger girl, cause that's what you about to do. You gonna you gonna be creating content. So <laughs> let's just think about that one. So yeah, um, next up we got um advice for ketamine. What do you mean advice for ketamine? How do you give ketamine advice? <laughs> Danny, I'm trying to get into ketamine therapy for lifelong struggles with depression. I have seen um some things about that. Um, like I mean, like little documentaries or like maybe like clips where they talked about um. Ketamine for like shit. I've done ketamine before. I don't see it um doing anything like that. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe I just, you know, I have seen people um they talk about the K-hole and all that. I never got that deep into it. The only time I ever did ketamine was just it I, it wasn't no coke or something. I just like fuck it. I'm gonna just go for this. And it just made me like real just feel stupid. That's what it made me feel like. It wasn't fun. It just made me feel stupid. But okay. What are some of your experience with ketamine? Okay, I just told you. Either positive or negative. But yeah, I met this one girl one time and she's like, Yeah, I like to do ketamine and all that shit. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. I never did ketamine. I did, it didn't seem it didn't sound too bad. I guess that's fucked up when you drug when, when you judge your drugs by the way they sound. I'm like, you know what? It don't really sound like it'll fuck me up that much. Ketamine sounds okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not like PCP. Like you hear something like that, you're like PCP, any drugs with like initials. You get what I'm saying? That's what scared me off a little bit. But some, a, a, a drug with a nice scientific term type of name, you get what I'm saying? I'm like, that seemed like might be some cool shit. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, she's like, let's do this ketamine. I'm like, all right, let's do this ketamine. And let's go to the Rite Aid and get some liquor. So we do a couple bumps of ketamine and walk to the Rite Aid to get some liquor. And my whole balance is just not where my whole just equilibrium is just off. Like, I'm just, we look like two dope things walking to this parking lot. You get what I'm saying? So... Yeah, man, that was that's that's ketamine. I never really had fun on ketamine, but okay. And he said, any good thoughts on a side hustle to pay for this treatment? <laughs> I mean, selling ketamine is not a um, bad idea, I guess. Love the pie, your body of work, especially across the exhibition. All right, all right, take shots out, man. Yeah, man, shots out, Thaddeus, man. But yeah, man. Um, I mean, I, I, I seen stuff like that where they talk about like um. You know, um, ketamine um, treatments and um, like I say, I don't know how beneficial that one is, but I, I feel like mushrooms, because I've seen people that um, I know that never really took mushrooms like that before, and you know they take mushrooms or maybe start microdosing or something. You can definitely see a change in them or where they, you know, I, I could say 
Because even me, like, even when I fuck around with mushrooms a lot, it seems like you get a, a deeper appreciation for certain things, and it's almost like a, um, you, certain shit just don't matter no more. You get what I'm saying? You be like, that shit ain't that deep, man. Life is, you know what I'm saying? Make you get that feeling. I actually just bought a shit ton of mushrooms. Shouts out to the homie. I think he uh, listened to the podcast, was like, man, maybe you need some help. And he hit me up. <laughs> and it was even funnier, too. I came back home. And you know, I was unpacking my bag and I went through um, one of my pants pockets and I had a big ass bag of mushrooms. Somebody gave me some mushrooms. At the, so mushrooms just going around and shit. So yeah. Um, but yeah, microdosing mushrooms seems like, um, seems, cause I've definitely seen a change of people. I haven't done it myself. I think I might start trying, but I don't know, man. I, I like to go deep with the mushroom situation for real. Cause you might as well just like get you like one good blast off one day and Rest of the month, you be like, man, I ain't fucking with that shit for a minute. <laughs> that shit, that shit taught me some lessons. I'm good for now, idea. It's like a, you know, it's like a, it's like an ass whooping, man. Like a spiritual ass whooping. Like you know what I'm saying? That's what I want. You give it a some discipline. Like when you know, especially when you're doing some fucked up shit in your life, you're like, man, I know I'm fucking up right now, man. Like you know, you got to put yourself in like some punishment or something, like a timeout. That's when I guess a psychedelic trip is needed. You give it a saying. All right, dating profile advice. I can't say I'm too good. With dating profile advice, I told you my whole I'm I'm old school. My last dating profile shit was like Black Planet, and I was only looking for white girls on there. So, what's up, Danny, and what up, Booth boys? During quarantine, I developed a bad dining game. Some weight. we all did, man. We all did. But need some advice on how should I go about making a dating profile? And I'm not in the best shape right now. Well, I'm gonna stop you right there to tell you don't. Just got You got some shit you need to start working out because you said okay. You started going to the gym, but that shit is a process. You don't see results right away. Would you wait until you um, like how you look or just say fucking and make the profile? Now, nah, I, pro- I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. You get what I'm saying? I mean, if you got higher standards and the type of female that you want, you probably should want to present yourself in a better looking light than what you're looking right now. I know me when I'm looking kind of fucked up. I ain't out there trying to hop all up in a nice bitch face. You get what I'm saying? So. I think the best thing for you to do is got to work on yourself first and get yourself together before you can, you know what I'm saying, even try to, I mean, it sounds cliche as fuck, but it's, it's some real ass shit. Because even with you having that way of thinking, for, ask me some shit like that. Because some niggas just got confident, fat, skinny, they don't give a fuck. You get what I'm saying? So if you know if your swag off, your swag off. The best thing you can do is just get your confidence, your self-esteem, and all that shit together before you even trying to talk to somebody. Because all you're going to do is just get let down at the letdown. You get what I'm saying? Cause you got you just gotta admit shit you gotta admit the shit to yourself like man I'm not I'm not the best me right now you know what I'm saying so but if you're looking for some trash ass bitches you know what I'm saying that might be I mean that seems like a um it might be a <laughs> an easier situation to go about but I don't know man dating profiles have turned I mean I remember back in the day like I said I remember back in the day when I used to like fuck around on the internet. And like meeting girls and shit and bring them to the hood. And niggas was like, man, you going to jail, man. What is you doing right now? This shit wasn't as normalized. So I feel like it's way more normalized right now. You meeting like normal people on there that's really looking for um, marriages and shit like that. Before, you, they just was trying to fucking shit. Now it's like people are really normal people on there doing some shit. You say it's some voicemails too? Yeah, man. All right, let's check them out. What's up, Danny? This is kind of crazy. So I'm on Twitter, right? I'm looking at ad stuff. I'm jerking off. I'll be real, you know? And so I'm looking for this chick. She's like an OnlyFans porn star, whatever. And I'm seeing these tweets. And she's dead. She died. Don't know what happened. So here's my question. Is it disrespectful? Or is it more like I'm honoring her 
I like still jerking off in that moment. Anyways, peace, love you, Danny. I've done that before. I think it's um, it's it's like it's like a memory, like like you know what I'm saying. Like when Pac died, you played his music all day. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those kind of things with me. It's like you gotta re- pay respects to the dead. You get what I'm saying? Especially if you done killed motherfuckers to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I don't waste so many babies on you. You get what I'm saying? I gotta just send some up, send some, send some, send some nut up to the nicest. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, you nasty for one thing, man. For jerking off on Twitter, man. I I can't, cause I got I don't know, man. I, um, even, even though my girl, she made me stop. I used to follow like a lot of porn accounts and only fan models and shit too. And that shit can be triggering, man. Especially when you're trying to stop that kind of shit and that kind of behavior. You get what I'm saying? Cause you don't be thinking about that shit. You might just want to go on Twitter to just see what's going on with the latest news and all that shit. Next day, you know, you see an ass and titties. And you know, before you know it, man, you're you, you closing the room door. You get what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, man, it's, it's best to not be um, following all them porn stars and shit like that. Or just, or just create a, um, a burner account for that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, jacking up the Twitter is bizarre. You, <laughs> you're a different type of nigga. You get what I'm saying? I just feel like, I know me, I follow a lot of podcasts and shit like that. You get what I'm saying? Last thing I want to see is Tom and Joe Rogan popping up while I'm trying to beat my shit. You get what I'm saying? That's just fucked up, man. So you got to stop doing that. The king and the sting. You get what I'm saying? What is going on with you? So, yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, that was it. That's another one. <laughs> I got another one for you. You picked that hey, one, Danny, you... I got a quick question for you, brother. Do you collect any retro video games like Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Nintendo, you know, shit like that? Just all the good old-fashioned retro shit. If you're a collector like me who has Super Nintendo games and gets tired of paying of up the ass for fucking expensive games like Super Mario World, Donkey Kong. You can just pop out the tabs of your Super Nintendo and you'll just have it modified. Just remove the tabs and you'll be able to play the Japanese games like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Upright and crazy. It's easy like that. But anyways, that's my question for you, Danny. Do you play any retro games or do you strictly play modern new shit? No. Have I, a good one. Touch my camera through the fence, fucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... Yeah, um, no, actually, no, I really was starting to start to collect retro games and was, and was getting the collection going, and the, and the girl I was with at the time was like, fuck, no, you're not about to start doing this shit. She was just like, it just was, because I, I, I do get into phases where I've, um, I don't know, I'm always looking for a hobby, I guess, you know what I'm saying, and I never really kind of like stick to some shit, and I, before you know it, I just got a whole bunch of junk, you get what I'm saying, and I feel like that was about to happen. With me and, and retro games is because it's it, you end up it's a lot of shit. You get what I'm saying? Cartridges, the boxes, and all that kind of shit. So, um, and then you don't play the shit after a while. You get what I'm saying? You might play it every few, you know, because it's not at this point. It's emulators and all that kind of shit. You don't really need. You can have a fucking whole library on your fucking laptop. You don't really need to be having a fucking closet full of fucking old ass video games that nine times out of ten might not even play when you try to. You got to be blowing in them motherfuckers, putting alcohol in them. Putting them in the freezer. I knew all the old Nintendo cartridge tricks. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, but for the most part, yeah, I love playing retro games. Like I say, for the most part, all the games that um, like the newer games I like now that um come out have like a retro game feeling that I always start to like. Video game reviews. The new shit right now, this fucking um Power Watch Simulator, man. What the fuck, man? Whoever would have thought. See, this is where I know the world is is, is coming to some shit. I mean, back in the day, man, you wanted to play a video game. You wanted to be like some superhero type shit, some shit, killing niggas, shooting some shit up. I mean, or being like some ill sports. 
Who ever thought that a fucking power washing game would be one of the most soothing things to play in the world, man? You have a career mode. I don't watch the bus. I watch the race car. And you just sitting there washing shit. And it's actually like a meditative thing. It makes me feel good. And I know for a fact I ain't going outside with no motherfucking power washer washing no shit because that shit suck. You get what I'm saying? But I'm, it's getting to the point where I'm thinking is regular jobs about to be like the new fun shit in video games. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm on this motherfucker washing out gutters and shit and I'm having a great time trying to level up in my career mode on Power Watch Simulator. The fuck is going on in my life, man? You get what I'm saying? But that is a game that has... Like I say, a retro kind of old school feel to it for some for some sense. But that was creative as fuck. Whoever came up with this, I mean, I, I didn't really get too deep into. I just seen it was like number. It, it was like trending on Steam and shit. I was like, hold on, let me run this, and I was very very amazed, man. <laughs> I spent six hours playing it already, man. So I guess that's my video game review right there. Shouts out to uh, Power Watch Simulator, man. That shit is dope as fuck, man. So yeah, if you ain't if you ain't checked it out, man, it's it's one of those things where you'll be like, I don't see how this would be fun or cool in any type of way, but it, it it is one of the most relaxing things I've played, and I probably will. It's probably going to end up in one of my top of the top top games of the year list. No bullshit. I will say that. Uh, so next up, oh, we got some motherfucking white people shit going on right now. White people shit. Seattle, definitely, I've seen some crazy white people shit, man. I went to this um, one restaurant, I think it was called Lovelace, maybe, something like that. I don't want to fuck it up. I, I think I did, but I swear, man, every motherfucker in this motherfucker looked like they was casted. You, it couldn't have been, like, it was the most bizarre group of people that I've seen work in one vicinity. They all, I mean, uh, it looked like the, the casting call was at the Juggalo meeting, at the Juggalo gathering or some shit. Like, it was crazy, man, but okay. <laughs> Calling someone buddy, especially in an argument. Listen here, buddy. I guess that, that's, that's definitely some white people shit, but that's definitely some um, old school OK Corral um, about to get shot with a six-shooter type shit, man. Motherfucker call me buddy in an argument, man. I'm I, I, He got it. I already know what type of this is. That's Texas gun law uh, <laughs> rifle association member. Like, you get what I'm saying? If a motherfucker call you buddy during an argument, just get the fuck out of Dodge, man, because this shit ain't going to end well for you. Either an ill-ass MMA fighter type nigga or um, this nigga got an arsenal of weapons at his, at his disposal, like right now, like knife in his boot, six-shooter in his balls, you know what I'm saying, AK on his back, and you don't see none of this shit. He's just standing there looking like a regular nigga, and he hit you with some John Wick shit. So anytime somebody give you, like, if you get into an argument, they give you, like, a, a, a nice, like, nickname, like, buddy, you know what I'm saying, or or something like that, like, almost feels like it's um, endearing in some sense, he know he gonna fuck you up. So just take the, he giving you, like, some low-key advice. So I wouldn't say that's some um, white people shit. I would say that's some killer shit. So... <laughs> And next thing I say, Joustin. Joustin, that's, uh, yeah, hey, Danny, my homie, we was just watching videos of some white dudes getting fucked up from Joustin. Is that some white people shit? That's definitely some white people shit because um, Joustin, I mean, just, I mean, I, the, the, the costume alone, to wear the shit, and Joustin ain't the costume alone, like heavy pounds and shit. What's the shit at, um, and it's some shit like when in, uh, in, in California, some shit you medieval eat. Medieval times. Yeah, medieval times. So yeah. that's like medieval times type shit, right? You been to that shit before? Yeah. Is it a yeah. great time? Uh, it's pretty fun. It's the it's it's the it's the turkey, the yeah. turkey drumstick fire. Yeah, I mean it's weird, like you know, because it's, it's supposed. It's, to, is it tasting like they got the old school eighteen hundred ingredients on that motherfucker? Yeah, 
Yeah, I just want to go try the turkey leg. To be honest, I mean, I don't really care about. Um, it, do, is, is it serious or that's like scripted jousting? I think it's scripted, right? Yeah, it's scripted. I think scripted, so. Yeah. That would be lit. Right? It, to me, I wanted to like have this fantasy where I thought these niggas was really like doing this shit for real. Like they might got a ranking and some shit. You don't even know it's like an underworld. These niggas that's like, man, his whole shit. Like, man, I just want to grow up and, and get into medieval times. Like, how motherfuckers grow up and want to get into UFC or boxing or some shit. But his whole shit is medieval times. But yeah, I've watched. Um, um, I, I feel like fencing will probably be more because that's like some expensive ass shit. Like, ain't no regular like you know what I'm saying urban. Society living in motherfucker. <laughs> I'm getting no um, fencing equipment. You don't just run across that. You don't just run across a budget for fencing or a fencing school or even a situation. And I feel like that does take because I did watch. I watched it before. That is some real skillful shit though. And that's some real like the motherfuckers was really doing that shit back in the day. Like you had to be ill like this. Like this was life or death. It wasn't no guns. It was you know what I'm saying. You talk run up on a motherfucker talking about some fisticuffs and he whip out a motherfucking a sword. He done he done carved himself from stone, some crazy shit, and he hitting you with that, come on, man, hitting you, whoosh, motherfucker dancing around with that shit, come on, man, that's some next level shit, man, so I would say, yeah, for a motherfucker to take up, or to even just to have that thought in his head, like, man, I, I want to take up fencing, like, that's some next level shit, and it is to be respected, I will say that, because that got to add some type of um quality to your life, you know what I'm saying, I would love to see a documentary following around a fencer. And all the shit they go through. I, I wonder, do they make any money from fencing? Is that like a profitable sport to join? I mean, uh, probably like the <laughs> high levels, you know? Because I, I feel like it's probably like only the, the biggest time for it is probably like Olympics and shit, huh? Yeah, do professional fencers get paid? They, I mean, four to 5000 a month. No, nah, that ain't worth it. You do doing that for the love. Cause you Damn. Shouts out to all my fencers out there, man. You doing it for the love of the sport, man, and you keeping tradition going, man. So y'all need to be, you know, y'all 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 really need to be respected, man. <laughs> I feel sorry for y'all. Um, next up. Um, photo player. What Danny, I have the whitest thing of all time. There's no way any other person but an old white man would do this. A photo player. Google it, please, Lord. Love the show. Chris, what the fuck is a photo player? I have no idea. Chad, you would know what this is. Oh, is it like, um, it looks like, do we write the notes and the notes play out? There's definitely I need a, a definition. piano component. Yeah, if it's, if it's the piano, then it's those uh, pianos that play themselves where the 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 thing like runs through and tells it which notes to hit. Yeah, that's like the first. That was like the first Fruity Loops. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? That was yeah. the first Ableton and shit, man. That needs to be respected, man. What are you talking about? That ain't no white people shit. He probably had bangers sitting there writing in code, all type of shit. I want to hear some of these photo player beats. I might drop some bars off one of these motherfuckers, man. Shit, anything. That's some nigga shit. He figured out how to make nothing out of something, man. You know what I'm saying? Something out of nothing for real. Some real shit. A photo player probably expensive as fuck right now trying to get a photo player in the studio, man. Let me get a photo player in the studio, man. That motherfucker ain't going to work. You can be doing all type of shit. Motherfuckers always be trying to get, damn, 10 Gs. It ain't worth it, man. Because for real, you're going to be trying to get that motherfucker to work. That motherfucker going to be always breaking, dusty and shit. You got to bring in a photo player fixer, a photo player mechanic. Where the fuck you going to find one of them at, man? They don't exist. 
But yeah, photo player, I wouldn't say that's some white people shit. I would say that's some straight hood shit, man. I feel like he was dropping bangers. Like the motherfuckers that's ill with photo players, they'll be ill with Fruity Loops and all that shit right now. So that was like the first producers, man. They was dropping tracks, man. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't know, man. Shouts out to the um, photo players, man. Shit, man. Get me a motherfucking photo player on the next album. I, uh, hey, so we got some freestyles. <laughs> Let me hear your bust a freestyle. All right, let's see what these niggas talk about. They might need some motherfucking photo player beats. <laughs> All right, first up, we have Foul Bundy. Foul Bundy. We know he white. Shout out to Danny Brown. Only man in town caught red-handed with my granny's panties down. I'm all in your ear, the artist to fear. I trust them like I trust drinks around Ari Shafir, but they basic. <laughs> Me, I leave the basic. My wrist clock don't tick when I watch your sin base spit. They asking how can I deliver shit that's so ill and intricate. While my pen's infinite, quill tip with a built-in extension clip. It's free to pay attention as I put beats into submission, but there's no need to mention it. Better duck, bitch, like Daffy's gone and part me as an artist and part of the pantheon with these bitches chasing after me. Barely got panties on cause I'm a champion. There's not a drug I can't be on. I'm buzzed for light years, infinity and beyond. They sleeping on me, passing around the ambion. Till they hear that 16, they be like, wow, that can't be shine. But I'm getting green, so much so forgetting things. The diamonds leave her soaked, so I call that shit my wedding ring. I want a bitch that that got gel and weave like Getty Green. It's a project <laughs> down, mister. Don't play about anything, but I'm different. With the pen, I'm menacing. It's a pennant thing. No pistol, no, I don't make semi sing. And if I go, will they tell me that I missed? Like a neon sign that's outside of the center for blindness. And when I shoot my shot, hope they don't tell me that I missed. Kennedy time turning their mind into a fine mist. But that's enough about me. It's been real. I gotta fly. I'm trying to find the G, look for Val Bundy on Spotify. I got bitch. you, cuz. I got you. Cuz definitely. I love, see, one thing I do love rappers with like that slippery tongue shit. Like, niggas know what I'm talking about. Like, old school, like, company flow or like Ace. Definitely like some Dev Jux type shit, man. So, yeah, man, that's fucking fire. I definitely will check you out on motherfucker Spotify. See what you got, man. Cause I already know you got some shit, bro. That was fire. That was fire. I fucks with that, man. Yeah, man. So, we starting to get some good shit up in this motherfucker, huh? That's right. Motherfuckers have been hitting me up though. Like, yeah, man, I've been sitting my shit in. I got some fire shit. I got some fire shit. So I have been um expected for motherfuckers to start barring up on this motherfucker soon, man, which is great, man. And any way I could fucking like display like some uh like ill lyricism, man. I mean, it's one thing, like, I mean, you know, motherfuckers, you know, make everybody make music, everybody put out songs. I feel like one thing that we losing in the art of just rap is just like, you know, I mean, battle rap has become super huge, but even just like mixtapes. Where I feel like one thing, I feel like it's just way too many producers than what it is now. So beats aren't really like respected as much as they used to. Everybody got somebody that make dope beats because it's so much, you know, it's so it's so accessible to get equipment now. And so yeah, so like like back in the day, like a motherfucker had a fire ass beat came out, you heard fifty freestyles off it. Like you get what I'm saying now. It's so many beats out here. <laughs> you got your old beats. You got it. So just to be able to just to hear bars now again, man, it's something that I, I will say I miss just for the fun of it. I just sometimes niggas just don't want to have to hear hooks and structures and, 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 you know, you trying to make some shit for TikTok. I just want to hear a punchline here and there. You get what I'm saying? So shots out Foul Bundy, man. That was lit. All right. Next up, we have Blackskin. 
Cheat code flows my game A1 Up, down, left, right, left March to my own drum They can't pen what I'm penning Or typing in my phone I don't fuck with these sketchy niggas No chalk zone CC All of your rapper homies I'm not one I am poet of words Smith like a son Niggas stay Throwing them stones Living in glass house Mama said Watch every word That come up out your mouth Yes, I remember being young and dumb. Took all the Hot Wheels and sold them to the nigga that we stole them from. Been getting money since a little one. Had paid less shacks, but still a nigga run to the money young. Don't <laughs> tell me shit about the funds if you ain't getting none. Mr. Exceptional, been shining like the morning sun. Multidimensional and unconventional. The shit I ride will open up the sky and let the heavens do on God. I used to have hoop dreams, something like Arthur Agee. But now I plot on different ways for these niggas to pay me. They couldn't play me, it's a Super Bowl, I'm Tom Brady, a Chuck Daly and the bad boys, my game. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. I almost feel like these niggas was battling or some shit, man. God damn it, man. But you got it. You can't be losing the white boys, man. What the fuck, man? God damn, nigga. <laughs> I was fired though, but that shit, dog. That damn near seemed like a battle though. Shouts out to y'all niggas, man. That was great, man. So shit, man. Spin the motherfucking wheel. Oh shit. Dungeons and motherfucking dragons. I ain't even gonna lie. I told my girl I was just trying to find something to get out the house. This is um Dungeons and Dragons Club at this retro video game spot that they meet up every Thursday nights and get together and play and shit. I was like, man, I don't know. I feel like I might just wanna go hang out with these niggas, just do like some um research or something, man. Cause I've never I don't really know how to play Dungeons and Dragons. I've watched documentaries about it and shit like that. And I've seen like motherfuckers be having like ill ass fucking like Million dollar crazy ass setups and shit like that with all types. So it is something that motherfuckers really um, are passionate about and shit. So I just wanted to go try to just hang out and be like a, um, I don't know, I guess a troll in some sense. She's like, don't be going up there messing with them people. I was like, you right, you right. I ain't, I just don't need to be doing that. But uh, Dungeons and Dragons, man, so, um, that's some deep shit right there, man. Um, that's something that I've never been get, gotten to. My shit, I guess... Uh, <laughs> And we want to say me getting into um, something like a Dungeon and Dragon kind of thing. It would be the um, the motorized football game. Y'all remember that shit? I do. It's the old school motorized football shit, and you don't got yeah, yeah. That shit right there. Yeah, that's like a newer version right there, though. That's kind of dope. And you put the players right there and you got to play. You get what I'm saying? Now, that's some shit I used to love as a kid. I feel like that's my Dungeons and Dragons in some sense. Because I did not too long ago see a, um, like a YouTube video about a, a motherfuckers that's still playing this shit. Like motherfuckers around my age and shit. Niggas in their 30s and 40s and shit. Remember this old school shit. And they actually got like full leagues where they playing like full seasons throughout the year. Meeting each other in different cities and shit like that. So, I, yeah, electric, electric football. That was what it called. That shit was amazing, man. So, yeah. You'll lose the football all the fucking time. You got to always just try to um, improvise and get like a piece of cotton or whatever the fuck you can find and like replace the football and shit. So that was that was the only bummer out. You always lost the fucking football playing that shit. But that was my shit, man. Electric football. Sorry I just gave up on the wheel. Say fuck Dungeons and Dragons. But this is... <laughs> that's some nigga shit to do. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Dungeons and Dragons, man. That's some nerdy shit. But like I say, man, that's some... Motherfuckers is passionate about that shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So anything that's that passionate about. I will say, um, I was talking about um Diablo last time, and one of the homies that actually worked for Diablo came to the crib. 
Yeah, kicked it with me, showed me a little bit of it, man. So yeah, man, shout out to him for coming through, man. That was amazing, man. <laughs> I barbecued, but um, I burnt the rib, so. It was, no, it was just the fact I bought the wrong ribs. You know what I'm saying? I burnt the ribs in Seattle, man. I've been burning ribs everywhere, man. But that was just a different type of grill. But hey, man, it's trial and error, man, with this shit, man. For every for every batch I burn, I make another I make a fire batch. So it's like, you know. My but my percentage is off right now, man. I'm not looking too good for this season. You know what I'm saying? I'm shooting at 40%. That's not good for barbecues, man. You get what I'm saying? I'm shooting at 40% at the barbecue. But yeah, but I'm still young in the game, man. I'm still a rookie, man. I'm learning. I'm making mistakes, man. But you know. I'm getting my sandal game up. Once I graduate to the to the basket weave joints, man, y'all already know what time it is. I will excel, man. So, yeah, we got some drip sets for the note premiere, huh? Drip set. Yeah, we do. I actually think I'm going to go check this out this week. You haven't seen it yet? Nah, man. A bunch of us went to see it the other day. What you was, guys think? It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. I didn't love it, but it was it was solid. I always feel like, man, oh, that's this nigga. I always get him and um, Jordan Peele and the um, the nigga from Westworld, Bernard from Westworld. I always get these niggas confused sometimes. <laughs> but no, this um, this is classy right here. Yeah, these niggas. <laughs> but yeah, cuz busting out the purple. Purple is royalty, man. Purple is actually one of my favorite colors, so I can never hate on anybody that's wearing purple. I love Prince. I love all that shit, man, so... My favorite weed was purple. You get what I'm saying? So it's like purple is just, you know, purple is purple is the shit, man. So, um, yeah, he definitely get an 8 out of 10 for this. He seems very comfortable. You get what I'm saying for his age? He ain't trying to do too much. But I will say, man, he's, he's becoming like one of the illest directors around right in this motherfucker, huh? Like he's shutting this shit down. And I, um, like I say, I didn't really um, get into um, Get Out. <laughs> but I did see, um, what was the other one? Us? Yeah, us. I seen that one. I liked it that. Cause I didn't. Um, the thing is about it that's so crazy that I. Um, I, I mean, I feel like I, I make a connection to 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 the shit that he's making. Is that like I kind of like try to do that with my music a little bit. Like make some shit that's like seem like it's um make some shit that's kind of sad or you know some some emotional type shit. But it just got comedy in it some type of way where shit that you don't feel like you should be laughing at, but some type of way that shit is kind of funny. And I feel like he do a great job of that. So shout out Jordan Peele, man. This nigga, man, I didn't know this nigga was British, man. For real, man. These the British actors are taking over, man. But this nigga is one of my favorite actors right now, man. Um, yeah, and I will say, to, um, you know, you know these fucking, you know these Euro European niggas, man. As far as when they kind of just dressing shit, they on some other next level shit. You get what I'm saying? Like I told y'all, the Europe, the European niggas, and um. It's, I mean the Asians, but because the, the Asians just got the body type, though. You get what I'm saying? You motherfucking five, six, 130 pounds, man. You can wear any fucking thing. You get everything going to look fucking good on you. You get what I'm saying? So they just be having the body type, man. So niggas, you go. That's one thing about wearing clothes and shit. Like me, I'm tall and skinny, man. So, But I got a belly a little bit. You know, I got the dad body and shit. So certain shit, I can't be wearing on medium shirts and shit. But I can fit them. You know, and, and it's all about that. But I can't throw on a large sometimes because then that shit just look too big. So certain shit I just can't wear because I can't, the shit don't look good on me. So I feel like, I don't know, cuz looking like he busting out the package right now, though. <laughs> you know, like when you when you leave a hot sausage on a little too long 
And it started, you're like, I want my shit to bust open a little bit. So it's like, he waiting, he just not about to start to bust open. And he might not be fatter than that, might be muscles, but that's what I'm talking about. Certain shit just fit different. But yeah, he looked like a, um, you know, like like a, a African warlord type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he sell, um, he, he sell, he sell guns to the military. Shouts out, shouts out, Daniel. I had Corey Feldman. This nigga went to the No premiere. Yeah. No, he didn't. He did. Man, they ain't let that nigga in. <laughs> He was there. He was in the movie? I don't think he's in the movie. I think he just showed up. They invited this nigga? Yeah, why not? Man, because he made that album. <laughs> the Michael Jackson shit he was doing, man. I thought he was banned for everything after that, man. I don't care what y'all say, man. We love Michael Jackson over here, man. Corey Feldman, man. I can't fuck with you over that Michael Jackson album, man. He made a Michael Jackson like song, a video or some shit. It was just yeah. You talking about go for it? It was crazy, man. Yeah, go for it. It's my favorite jam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his music career arc is 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 definitely some next level shit. Corey Feldman definitely was in you know a lot of movies I loved as a kid. You know what I'm saying? So he he's an OG to me, man. You know what I'm saying? He's a great actor and shit. But man, fuck, man. Why did why he make that album, man? Sometimes you just gotta have friends that care about you, man. And I think that's what happened with celebrities and, you know what I'm saying, because you get, or musicians and shit, after a while, man, you stop wanting to hear other motherfuckers' opinions. Especially when you be like, man, you ain't you ain't as successful with me. I hate when a motherfucker had that thought process. Like, what I'm listening to you for? You ain't got, you know what I'm saying? You ain't on a level I'm on or some shit like that. It's like, no, man, you can learn something from everybody. You can learn something from kids. Like, you get what I'm saying? Motherfuckers just... Obviously, sometimes motherfuckers try to help you when they tell you shit. You get what I'm saying? I feel like Corey Feldman is one of them motherfuckers that ain't listening to shit nobody tell him. He's like, fuck you. I'm doing my own thing. So, yeah, this nigga retarded. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't supposed to use that word no more. I didn't know retarded was that bad of a word, man. And motherfuckers been hitting me up like, no, Danny, you can't be using retarded. You can't say female no more. Like, what words can I use now, man? Bro, Lizzo apologized for saying spaz. You can't what's, say spaz. Anymore. What's wrong with spaz? I, it means like that you're. I don't. I mean, I think it's like a. Yeah, it's it's a it's considered a slur now. Or like a mental health slur. Yeah, yeah. Like a person having a mental breakdown, you can't tell them they spaz. Like, oh, mm -hmm. he's spazzing out. Nope. Lizzo straight up removed it from her uh, her song. She took it out after she apologized. Is that deep, bro? It's insensitive to people that have muscle spasms. Oh. Damn, I ain't never thought about that. So that's a slur to cerebral palsy. Or like, uh, like this nigga, ah, uh, damn. I mean, and she said it in the Everybody's Gay song? I, I think it was a different song. Yeah, it oh. was Girls. Oh, okay. I love Lizzo. That's my homie. Shouts out to Lizzo, man. It's a beautiful woman right there, man. As a beautiful person inside and out, man. So fuck what motherfuckers is talking about. That's what I'm saying, man. It's getting to the point, man. Motherfuckers be, your career be on the line over a word. And it's like, um, like I love making music, man. And, and you know, but I know I be saying fucked up shit all the time. Like you can go back to some old music. I ain't saying go do it, motherfuckers. But I'm pretty sure I'm saying all type of crazy shit. But it was different times now. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of shit just. The world has changed so much in the last five years, man. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, and if you ain't been keeping up, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the fuck you can do or what you can't do. So it's like, I'm scared, man. <laughs> I'm scared to rap sometimes. And especially even to the point of like, I know it's probably even worse for comedians. 
You know what I'm saying? To have something that you know that you feel funny and to be like, man, if I could just, if I have to change this one word, it just changed the joke so fucking much. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, uh, as, as bad as it sounds, man, like certain, certain fucked up words is kind of funny. Used in the right context. You get what I'm saying? Especially in, in the in the art of a joke and comedy. You still got to look at that shit as fucking artistic shit and, and a real talent for a motherfucker to put together. It ain't like a motherfucker just saying a bunch of fucked up shit for shock value purposes. A motherfucker really got like an ill bit. Okay, you can't hate on that shit. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, man, I just think it's just it's, it's fucking up people's creativity in that sense. You know what I'm saying? But I don't give a fuck no more. I don't, I don't really feel like I'm that big of an artist where I should have to care. Because I don't care about sampling. If, I, if that was the case, I'd have been like, man, fuck that, man. The sampling and shit, man. It's getting too crazy. I'm spending too much on samplers and all that. I ain't about to sample. I'm going to get sued, this and that, and caring about that shit. Because I felt like if I started caring about that shit, that shit was about to um, limit the way I make music. So I stopped caring about that shit. So shit, we on the topic of um, talking about music. Um, this nigga Kid Cudi, he pulled the Danny Brown. <laughs> Shouts out to Kid Cuddy, man. Midwest stand up. That's my dog right there, Kid Cuddy, man. <laughs> I would have did the same thing. One more fucking thing. If I see one more fucking thing on this fucking stage, I'm leaving. Don't fuck with me. Ah! He up. But I told you, man, who don't love getting off work early, man? I'm telling y'all the truth, man. He, but you know, Kid Cudi, man, I, I feel like, you know, just judged by, you know, I listen to a lot of his music, man, and you know, a person like me, you probably listen to him, you could tell, we are emotional type motherfuckers, man, I'm sorry, man, some people just, every nigga ain't, every nigga ain't Andrew Tate, man, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> every nigga ain't Andrew Tate, and just judging from um, Kid Cudi music, and you know, you know he's an emotional motherfucker, but... Once you once you say um yeah the top G that's my dog right there man I'm pretty sure everybody has gone down the top G rabbit hole this week I don't know how he done it but he's definitely taken over the internet and you can't do nothing but respect it or check it and everybody that seems to check it lose so you might as well get down with it cause I mean I love the nigga man I ain't gonna lie man I think I'm about to pay the fifty dollars for the course man fuck it I'm in uh I'm in Hustlers University now nah, man it can't be no worse than, it can't get no worse than this man. I want my Bugattis too. Fuck this shit, man. I want to hang with the top G. I don't want anybody else talking shit they hating, man. The top, he the realest one right now, man. And it's just based on, I mean, I wanted to um, get up because, hey, yeah, me and Kid Cudi, we ain't, we ain't no kickboxing world champions, man. You get what I'm saying? You ain't been through that type of discipline and, uh, of the martial arts and shit like that. Our mama probably should have put us in some motherfucking karate schools when we some kids or some shit. Niggas needed to go through some motherfucking trauma. But we wouldn't have to be worrying about getting bottles thrown on us on stage and we fucking freaking out about that shit. Because it is some bitch ass shit, to be honest. You get what I'm saying? One time I got hit with a whole mug of beer, though. But they said that was a term of endearment in Glasgow. You know, it happens to motherfuckers that they love. But I ain't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? I had a cold at the time, too. I wasn't feeling too good. Show over, man. Fuck you. I wanted to fight. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I but I've thrown shit at people before <laughs> from the crowd. You get what I'm saying? So it's all my karma. So I'm not mad at that shit. I told I got hit with a lemon at Fader Fort in Austin, South by Southwest. Oh, it's one of the fucking biggest shows of my life. I got hit with a fucking lemon. I, I thought I blocked it. That was the fucked up part about me. I was so drunk. I thought I blocked the shit. It didn't. It beamed me right in the fucking head when I watched the footage back. And yeah, I, I was I was pretty teary eyed about it. I had to take some mushrooms that weekend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I will say, yeah, that's just the whole thing, man. But yeah, uh, 
the top G man has taken over the internet, man. Uh, I think um, I because I've seen him a few times, and you know I I didn't really you know go down the rap, but I think his appearance on Wild Mates when he came to the crib when he came and fucked with the homies and shit. I mean, I, I think it made motherfuckers really look at him in a different light. I don't know something about Time and Christina, that, but I really feel like they um they shifted the um, character arc for him right now, man. He's, you know, he's the top G right now. So anybody not fucking with Cuz right now, I think you kind of hating. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just think you kind of hating. But yeah, so um, I don't know what we got else going on. Spin the motherfucking wheel. Man, we ain't talking about this shit no more, man. We did this before, man. Uh, we get a second go round. <laughs> Fuck Scientology, man. That's what we doing. Y'all got to take that off the board, man. I think I think they keep putting that shit on there and y'all taking it off. Santa. We talked about Santa too, didn't we? Did we? I don't, I don't remember that one. Well, I'll tell y'all motherfuckers about Santa, man. Santa's your motherfucking parents, man. That's who motherfucking Santa is, man. <laughs> But I will say, man, you know the um. <laughs> but I will say, Santa, um, that term, um, when you're like, man, when like finding out Santa Claus ain't real, that whole term of how you feel about that. This past weekend, this is a, um, I mean, I know we can't play any music on here, but um, this past weekend it came out of um, a rapper, um, his name was like Notorious B One or some shit, and he had this song that came out, and it sounds exactly like the Notorious Big Juicy. Have y'all seen this? So it, it's, it's coming to look like um, Biggie and, and Puffy just totally, he's a rapper from Mississippi. He, they totally just jacked this whole shit. And you can listen to the songs by the, and I mean, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it kind of seems. And he called his, his nickname, his name, his rap name was the Notorious B1. And his, and his alter ego was Big Daddy. And Notorious B.I.G., his alter ego was Big Papa. There he go. And look at him. I mean, you know, we can't play. If you want to go check it out, look, it's just been coming out all around the news, all the like hip hop sites and everybody been talking about it. But when people be like, man, finding out Santa Claus is not real, this was like finding out Santa Claus was not real to me. And I'm not, I don't know who wrong or right in this situation. I don't know whose song came out first. But hearing this shit just made me feel real sad for some type of reason. Because I hold Biggie in high regards. And if this is true, like if this is really true, it would make me not like, I don't know. I, I can't trust rap music no more, man. Like I can't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can really um, give my heart and my all this shit no more. Because this is so like, it's crazy, man. The, the, it's crazy, man. So I would say just seeing that, man, that was really, um, that, that was really like finding out Santa Claus is not real. And I don't know. But we do know back in the day, like, you know, in those, um, this was those days of, um, you know, it wasn't no social media. It wasn't really no internet like that. Motherfuckers were sending demos in to record labels and shit like that. Motherfuckers that hear that shit, remake your shit. You come out, you couldn't really do nothing. It ain't like motherfuckers had they like business sense back in that day where they were like copywriting shit or shit. It was just, it was, it was so expensive to get studio time in those days to even just record a project and even put something out back in those days. Just thinking about the even the other business side of it, I'm pretty sure a lot of like rappers that was just trying to make demos and shit they wasn't thinking about shit like that so i'm pretty sure that happened with a lot of up-and-coming artists where and that probably stole their dream from them imagine you fucking send your fucking demo tape into some record label 
And next thing you know, a few years later, they fucking just doing your whole song. You know it's your shit. And no matter what you can tell about it, you can't tell you tell the people, they're like, man, fuck you. I ain't trying to hear this. You get what I'm saying? And it's just, that would be heartbreaking. And I'm pretty sure that destroyed a lot of rappers' dreams right there. And when I seen it, he even kind of looked like, like, I don't, man. <laughs> That's fucked up. But I don't know, man. Judging from Puffy, man, his track record. It wasn't like, is, it, is that not too far-fetched to believe? You know, especially the time and era of rap music. But still, now you can't take anything from Biggie. And in the song, he says, from the Mississippi down to the East Coast. The rapper is from Mississippi. So, I mean, then if anybody know with that song, um, Puffy begged Biggie to do that. Biggie didn't want to do that. Is this the reason that Biggie didn't want to do the song? Because he knew he was biting and jacking a a, a a motherfucker whole shit. But he knew, like, Puffy, like, this shit about to make us rich. This shit about to blow up. And it did. It worked. That's the thing about it. That shit turned Biggie into a superstar overnight. I remember seeing that shit come on video jukebox. Like, oh, shit. That shit was a banger. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> so I guess I would say uh, my lessons. <laughs> lessons with Danny. Lessons with Danny will be... About when you make music, man, I guess try to make the most uh, original, crazy, fucked up shit like I do so nobody would try to bite your shit. Because <laughs> ain't nobody trying to remake no Ain't It Funnies. You get what I'm saying? Like, Juicy was such a uh, feel-good record and shit like that. Like it, And it's that style of music, I will say, man, it's, it's easy to replicate in some sense. Like, I try to make some shit that motherfuckers ain't even trying to like. You know, it wasn't too far-fetched. Biggie just was exceptional at the timing and just the cadence and, and his sound and, you know, but that was, for me, that was finding out um, Santa Claus wasn't alive. You know what I'm saying? I, it really hurt my feelings. And I, I don't know, I feel like there's going to be more to come with this story. And, I, you know, I, of course, I went down my rabbit hole and I did some research about it. And the, um, the rapper, um, the Notorious B1, he actually was like, you know, he was trying to like you know, spread his message and get his word out. But, I mean, you know, Biggie died. You know, Biggie's career didn't last that much long. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that long, if you really think about it. And he died, and once Biggie died, it was, you know, he just felt that it was something he couldn't really just keep, you know, going on and on about and shit like that. So, yeah, that's that, man. And, um, yeah, man, I've been seeing um a lot of y'all motherfuckers like, yeah, Danny, man, we got to get some motherfucking guests. You got to get some... Fuck y'all motherfuckers. I'm the top G on this motherfucker. <laughs> But nah, man, I literally have, man, been reaching out to a lot of motherfuckers, man. A lot of motherfuckers been reaching out. So yeah, it's, it's in due time. But y'all motherfuckers do know right now, Austin is in a motherfucking weather crisis right now. This is the hottest it's ever been in this motherfucker, man. No one wants to come. No one wants to fucking hang out. My grass is dead. I told y'all I've been trying to figure out the sprinkler system and shit. I went on YouTube and all that shit, man. And, and But it just ain't been looking out, man. It ain't been working out, man. But yeah, um... No one's trying to come kick it. Um, so, yeah, man, um, eventually, yeah, it will happen. I guess we got, just let the weather cool out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to come kick it with my black ass right now. It's just too hot. But for the most part, man, I'm doing my best to hold it down. <laughs> I do my best here to hold it down, man, and all that shit. But, uh, yeah, man, I've been, um, as you see, I'm looking a little more um, lean and trim and shit. I couldn't fit this shirt a few months ago, man, so shouts out. I've been um I've been doing nighttime jogs, but I think I'm about to stop doing that because um 
the other night I was doing my nice little nighttime jog and I feel like I look like a regular cool I don't feel like I look like a threatening civilian. You know what I'm saying? But it was this white lady coming my way as soon as I was coming. But as soon as we got like maybe even a little bit close, she definitely cried <laughs> all the way over the street, like behind the car and was peeking behind the car. And I'm like, bitch, I'm out here doing the same shit you doing. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm out here trying to, I'm rape jogging? What the fuck is you think going on? Niggas ain't out here rape jogging. You know what I'm saying? The rapists, I feel they walk up smooth and creep. I got on a, I had a motherfucking Dennis Rodman jersey and, and, and shorts and shit. You get what I'm saying? I'm out here in full workout gear. I'm out here jogging, man. I got headphones on. Ain't nobody raping nobody with headphones on, man. So I really felt bad because I've never been, um, I don't know, um, what, what would you call that? Um, um, rape, rapist stereotyped? I've never been rapist stereotyped as a rapist. A little creepy, pervy sometimes, but definitely not no fucking rapist, bitch. So I was mad, and she was fat as fuck. <laughs> not saying I'm like a bigger boned woman, but I'm like, come on now, bitch. I know you out here, you ain't even got it together yet, man. Like, you get what I'm saying? I, that shit made me mad. So I'm like, you know what? I ain't jogging at night no more, man, because I ain't, I ain't trying to be stereotyped as no fucking rapist. That made me feel bad, man. I really felt bad about the shit. Like, bitch, you, who out here rape jogging, though? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't think we can't say that word on YouTube, can we? We might get a little bit demonetized. Yeah, we're not supposed to. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You can't say nope. All the four-letter words are gonna be banned from English language in like the next four or five years, man. They just gonna say you can't say no word with four letters, man. All of them is out the fucking English language, man. You gonna have to figure that shit out. If you can't put no S with an abbreviation on that shit, you can't use it, man. But yeah, man, I guess we're about to get out here in a <laughs> I guess you're about to get out of here in a minute. So, yeah, man. See y'all motherfucking, um, you got motherfucking questions, all that shit. You got answers, all that shit. Send that motherfucking shit to um, Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. That's Danny at the Danny Brown Show.com. You also see your motherfucking be, uh, voicemails and all that shit. 512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-522-9256-512-